welcome to Profitopia's Profit Talk, where we bring to you topics about how to make you more profitable, how to bring more profits, more cash flow, and more wealth to you and to your organization. We have a very special guest this morning, and I love sarcasm. But no, seriously, though, we really have a, a great topic this morning. It's a, a topic that you will absolutely love. It's way more interesting than, than accounting. And the topic is life insurance. Yes, life insurance can be fun and interesting. And our guest today, his goal is to bring to you the topic of life insurance and make it fun and interesting. So is that a good setup, Keith, or what? I love it. Love me <laughs> some life insurance. This is Keith Fonseca. And he is from the land of New Jersey. Uh, if you know, we're here in sunny Tucson. We love it here in Tucson. It's sunny, I don't know, 95% of the time. And uh, I used to live in Connecticut, back east. But Keith is in, stuck in New Jersey. Hopefully, Keith, you'd uh, come, come uh, stay here in, in uh, Arizona. We'd love to have you come visit at least. It almost feels like it's been about... I don't know, six months to about six years since I've seen sun, sun. And, warmth. <laughs> and warmth. And warmth. Right? I hear you. I hear you. So we have a, uh, uh, a program, a tool. We, we call them tools here, profit tools, that we call the, the Profitopia Debt Killer Program. And, um, and again, the whole focus of Profitopia is how to make you more profitable and debt definitely does not well there are good debt can make you more profitable there's then that's a story for another day but bad debt credit card debt uh, uh, even your more your mortgage really doesn't is not really good debt it's kind of mediocre um, uh, car you know car loan debt any of this debt is really not does not really help make your company more profitable. So, Keith, why don't we just jump right in and tell our viewers a little bit about the Debt Killer Program. You know, it's funny, Kevin's uh, really charging accountant with making debt exciting. And <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? It's, it's, it's not going to happen? <laughs> Look, uh, I'm grateful to be on here on Profitopia's radio show today. Uh, you know, thankful to be invited, excited to be part of the Profitopia team, really looking forward to meet people where they're at with the Death Killer program. Um, and basically, you know, it speaks for itself. Let's just go out there and kill debt. Now, how to do that is challenging, right? Because most Americans cannot go out and buy a house without getting into debt. Right. I've got to go get a mortgage. I've got to lean on a bank. But the ultimate uh, opportunity, what I call the American dream, um, basically is, can I become the bank, right? Can I, can I get to a point where I can lend myself the money and make money off myself? That's how we, quote, unquote, tilt debt, right? We, we, we want to have debt, but we want it to work for us and be in our favor. And so the first thing we got to do is kill it. And how do we do that? Well, for over 200 years, uh, Americans have been killing debt kind of under the rug, if you will, using life insurance, believe it or not. So life insurance can be a dirty word, although the, you know, the pandemic has kind of cast a shadow over that. 
Right. Yeah, can we touch on that for a moment? I, it's, sure. So I, I quote unquote, sell life insurance. I mean, not kind of indirectly. I mean, I have my life and health producer's license, so I can, I can legally sell life insurance. Mm -hmm. But there seems to be a stigma out there about life insurance. I don't know. People seem to not like it. I don't know how, to, how else to put it. Keith, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, the hard part about it is that most people walking around think this, that I don't ever, will never get to see it, right? So I'm investing money in oh. life insurance, and that money's only going to pay off when I'm dead. So why, like, so why bother? Why bother? So that the key element to life insurance, Kevin, is really who do I love? And I can't think of a more uh, bigger reason to live than for the connections I make and the people I love. And so financial planning, that's what really life insurance is about. It's a vehicle to plan for the finances of people I love after right. I'm gone. But here's the thing, uh, more and more popular over the last you know, few decades is a part of life insurance, right? what I would call a writer called accidental death benefits. Oh no, we're getting into the weeds now. We're talking, we're talking. We're yeah. going into the life insurance lingo. Watch out. Well, you know, it's important because it's, I said accidental, I meant accelerated. Accelerated okay. death benefits. What does accelerated death benefits mean? It means I can collect on my life insurance and I don't have to die. And most people uh, don't hey, know that's that. a, That's a novel idea, huh? That, so that, that should be helping to change the stigma about life insurance. But my guess is most people don't know about this. They don't know a whole lot about the fact that if I have a critical illness and a doctor gives me a 10 month, uh, 12 months to live, that's a terminal illness. If I have a chronic illness, I'm in a coma for 90 days, I'm in a wheelchair, I, you know, I can't, I'm, I'm permanently and totally disabled that today's life insurance policies, when curated properly, uh, will pay out. Right, it will protect my family and my future income against that income loss. So we need to spread the word about this somehow. If, what, do you think we can find a vehicle that that we could use to spread the word about this? this well, I was really hoping new life insurance. I would hoping it'd be the tens of millions of people turning into Profitopia's show today. I think that would do it right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if one person is changed by this message to understand that there's an opportunity to protect my family against the loss of the income that we're going to earn, especially when I'm in my 20s, 30s, 40s, and I don't think I need life insurance. Then when I get to my 50s, 60s, 70s, where I'm more likely to fall in the hot zone of having terminal cancer, uh, being uh, open to heart issues, potentially having a genetic thing that you know causes a stroke, and that I've, I've protected my family, I got it when I was young, when I thought I didn't need it, so that when I didn't need it, it wasn't something I couldn't afford, right? As you right. get older, the cost goes up, and then that stigma kicks in of, well, I can't afford it when I need it, but I don't need it when I can't afford it. Right. So, so yeah. well, I think I interrupted you, but I, I just thought I wanted to make that, you know, a couple of points. One is that, you know, um, you know for some reason, there seems to be this negative connotation attached to life insurance, which we need to figure out a way how to educate people to, to, to eliminate that. Because as you mentioned, life insurance, there's more to life insurance than meets the eye than what's on the surface. There's other benefits and other, you know, tax benefits, 
other financial benefits that really every person in the U.S. could benefit from? Well, think about it this way, right? You're drinking the coffee from McDonald's. From McDonald's, I know. I'm promoting McDonald's. And I don't even like McDonald's. But they got good coffee, and it's cheap. And it's cheap. It's a whole bo- It's a dollar. Right. Why did I bring it up? Because I don't know. Why, the- why, why, Keith? Tell me. Why did you bring it up? Because in the 60s, when Ray Kroc started McDonald's, he financed the company using life insurance. Get out of town. Swear to God. You yeah, I knew up. that. You, you did know that, didn't you? I did, yeah. I'm a, voracious, I'm a voracious reader. So it was funny. I was doing a, a live presentation on Profitopia recently, and yeah. I kept asking the audience, oh, have you read this book? Have you read that book? <laughs> and they, nobody had. So on our website, we have a, a recommended reading list for people who are not voracious readers like us. They can go and they can just, you know, they can, they can read the best books on how to make your business more profitable. So anyways, I'm sorry. I, I'm, now I'm really digressing. <laughs> but I digress. No, one <laughs> of the books that should be up there, right, if I'm, if I'm adding to your list, it's a book called What Would the Rockefellers Do by Garrett Gunderson. Yeah, oh. Calls it by a different name, right? But it's really the Rockefellers who piloted this program over 200 years ago, and that's why their family is being stable. Keith, well. I learned some. I don't, I've never I've read the Rockefeller Habits, but I have not read that book. I'm going to – I'm going to – I ordered it from Amazon today. The $7 book completely changed my life several years ago because I realized, hey, not only can life insurance protect your family, but I can funnel cash through a whole life insurance policy and use it twice. There's no well, other people di- in America where I can use my money twice. Grow it and use it both at the same time. Well, talk about life changing. I'm going to digress again, and I promise we'll go back to the, the debt killer program. Um, but uh, a gentleman by the name, a great name. His name is Charlie Tremendous Jones. Isn't that a great name? His, I, assume it's a, I assume his parents didn't have his middle name as Tremendous, but that must be his nickname. But he, he wrote a book, and I can't tell you the name of the book, but I remember the quote in the book. And he says, who you are five years from now is to, is, is, uh, uh, boils down to two factors. One, the people you meet and the books you read. Isn't that a great quote? That's incredible. And if I were uh, mirroring what Charlie's talking about, that book I just mentioned changed a lot. So has T. Harv Eker's Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yes, that's so, a great book too. So anyway, so back, yeah. so back to life insurance. Okay. Well, I mean, and look, as I'm drawing from Harv Eker's book, we live in one of two places, scarcity or abundance. And when it comes to life insurance and the ability to put that in place, and I don't just want to focus on life insurance because there's so many different types of life insurance you can put in place. Right. Uh, but when you get into something like whole life insurance with flexible paid up additions rider, which is way more technical than anybody wanted. Uh, why did I add that little caveat? Because about 10 years ago, a guy named R. Nelson Nash. So here's another book for you to go check out. I just read it. I, I believe it or not. I'm so nerdy. I read that on, on, on vacation last month. <laughs> be, your, be your own banker. Sorry, I go on vacation, Kevin, to get in a canoe and be around the people I love. I, I, hey, I did that too. We went fishing, we went hiking, but uh, when I was, you know, I'd wake up at 6 a.m., I'd go read for an hour or two before everybody woke up. That's awesome. That's but awesome. I did. No, I seriously, I mean, I'm not joking. I did. I just read that book. I had never heard of this guy. 
Wow, we're going way off on the book tangent because now <laughs> you should read The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Greatest book hey, I've hey, ever read. Let's scrap this life insurance crap and let's talk <laughs> about books. <laughs> well, look, I mean, you're, you know, Tremendous Jones is right. Right there, there's, you know, five, 10, 15, $20 books that you can get on Amazon that are going to totally change how we live our lives. And the, the couple we've mentioned have totally done it. And to know that, yeah, all these famous, wealthy people have done what R. Nelson Nash recommended, but R. Nelson Nash wanted to bring it to the masses and talk about, look, the next time this country falls into an economic problem and the government's bailing out the banks, don't participate. Because I tell you what, all those banks that got bails, bailouts in 0809, where do you think their money is? It's in whole life insurance. Because insurance I know, isn't that funny? So yeah, that's huge. Nothing ever happens to them. I know. You know, so look, uh, how do how do we how do we want to bring debt killing to people at Profitopia, right? What we really want to do is give you an opportunity to capitalize on some of what I'll call leaking cash. Actually, I stole that term from Garrett Gunderson. How do we? So leak what was that term? What I'm sorry, what was that term again? Because that's that's leaking new to me and our listeners. Leaking cash. Yep. So when I meet with people, uh, here's the first thing I ask them, right? How does the following statement make you feel? The average American business owner and family person, right? 40% of their income goes to taxes. 34% of their income goes to interest. That means when you get up Ouch. on Monday morning to go to the job that you can't stand and complain <laughs> about every Sunday night, you're working for 26 cents on the dollar. Wow. 26 cents on the dollar because That's we're leaking money to the government. We're leaking money to the bank. Yeah. I like that term leaking. Can, can I steal it? Steal it. We're, we're in this together, bro. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Leak, leaking cash. Oh my eye. That, That's, a part, That's an accountant's term, right? It is. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, you know, CPA for 30 years. I go, I, I just, I'll, it's just go. I'm going, Oh my, every business leaks cash. Oh my God. Totally and utterly. And you got to call in the plumber to tighten it up. Here awesome. I, am. I like that analogy. And, and look, what we want to do is we want to tilt the taxes and interest into liquidity in time. Right. Ooh, can, I, can, I steal, can I steal that one too? You certainly can. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, that's kind of how we branded the program over here in New Jersey. It's tilt debt in your favor. Yeah, everything you do everything good good in New Jersey. Like, let me let me tell you. The only thing we don't do well in New Jersey is basically staying health, healthy and away from COVID because we got to isolate. <laughs> Right, I had traveled the country a little bit in this past month, and people are like gathering in major spaces, spitting on each other. I'm just like, do they even know what coronavirus is over here in Missouri? Good lord! But anyways, I digress. I know. Uh, yeah. And in, in New Jersey, we we tighten stuff up as much as we can, and one of those things is giving business owners the opportunity to tilt debt into their favor and kill it be a debt killer, right? So we want to kill the bad debt and create good debt, no different than you were saying earlier. You were talking a little bit about good debt in terms of like, okay, mortgage is good debt, this is good debt. Look, if I have to take debt to create wealth for my family, great.
but the idea then is to flip that debt in my favor by right. cycling the profits through the life insurance company, using that cash to pay down the debt that exists with the banks or the government or whoever I borrow the money from so that uh, now I take advantage of tax breaks on life insurance. And when I need a loan, I'm taking it for myself. Then God forbid I should pass away or become, you know, like permanently totally disabled. Now my insurance policy is going to kick in and cover the whole thing. So it's like a sure thing. Ultimately, we have clients that are passing on wealth to the next generation. They're never, ever going to borrow from a bank. Right. So let's, let's touch on that a little bit because I think that's the, the, really the uniqueness of the debt killer program is, and it goes back to the, the, what is it, the uh, Nash, with, you know, it goes back to, you know, be your own, the, be your own banker, the infinite banking concept. Right. But um, so it's really not a bank, obviously, like Chase or Wells. Oh, sorry. I brought up the W word. The Wells. <laughs> I, 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 can, can I go? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I um, go on record as saying Wells Fargo sucks? Is that is that is that appropriate? Listen, I, I'm not responsible for Wells Fargo's response to your. <laughs> They're horrible. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, so I talk about digress. Well, so, you want to hear horrible, Kevin. Yeah, it's, go ahead. Sure, I got sure. clients I run into, and I'm like, you know, we do a financial analysis with them, whether they're, you know, family clients, business clients, right? So I got business clients I run into, and I'm just like, hey, uh, do you have any money in the bank? I'm like, yeah, I parked 200K at Wells Fargo. Okay, cool. Uh, do you have a mortgage? Oh, yeah. I got a mortgage, it's 500K, whatever. Where'd you get it from? Wells Fargo. So I'm like, what's Wells Fargo doing with your 200K right now that's in your savings account? Uh, oh, uh, well, they're not giving me any interest. I go, well, how do, what do you think they're doing with the money? Well, they're probably investing it. I go, no, they're lending it out for mortgages. It's like, oh, yeah. I go, so your 200K, they lent back to you at 3.5%. They charged you for your own money. And you should see the look on people's face. When oh, yeah. I just borrowed my own money and they charged me for it. And this isn't just Wells Fargo. This is every bank in America does that, right? So some people deposit their, bank, their money in Bank of America and then go get the loan from Quickens or Loan Depot or whatever. So it doesn't really align. But when you think about it, what if I'm depositing that money and I'm the bank? So I'm earning my 4 or 5% interest, whatever it is, and then I'm borrowing that money for myself. So when you said it's not really a bank, actually, we could make the Marshall Family Bank. All right. Now we're talking. Right. Just because the money is parked at, say, Forrester's Financial or Lafayette Life or Mutual Trust or wherever we're parking that money, doesn't mean it's not accessible to you. It's your and money. I, right. And, it's, and it is cash. And I, 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 going back to kind of the, stig, the negative stigma, I think, that life insurance has. So and, – and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the what the program that we're talking about is really it's an it's it's an asset, it's an investment, it's not a it's not an expense. Would that be a would that be a correct statement? Hundred percent, because it's contributory, right? It's it's participation. I get to decide what I'm floating through there. There's a small expense to it where it comes to the insurance portion, because we've got to insure what we're doing. I mean, that's what keeps it from being a investment product and incurring capital gains tax. Right. However, 
However, uh, through the what, what we call the accumulation process, right? That over time, there's enough cash that accumulates that it ends up paying for the insurance. The insurance then becomes paid for permanent. Uh, the family's going to get a benefit. And the net cost to the insurance over time really comes down to zero. Now, you said a bad word earlier. In oh, no, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, you said Wells Fargo. I'm going to use a two-word two, two bad word myself. Uh-oh. What is that? Dave Ramsey. Oh, ouch. Let me give you another one. Susie Orman. Oh. Okay, so these are wonderful people that people I follow and believe in. And look, they have financial philosophies. When was the last time you went on an Easter egg hunt for money through your house? Because that's what Dave Ramsey preaches. Put it in envelopes, seal it, hide it away, don't spend it on debt, and eat rice and beans for the next 17 years. Not practical. <laughs> Susie Orman tells you to put six months of savings, right, six months of your income in savings. Well, guess what? How much interest are you earning on that savings? Eh, nothing. Not <laughs> practical. I can do both through this process and have the money accessible to me in three, four business days. Their problem is, right, and this is why people who subscribe to them, they're just kind of like blindfolded and being brainwashed. Their problem is they're going on the old idea of whole life insurance takes you years to build cash value. Oh, right. When R. Nelson Nash put his stuff out, insurance carriers quickly hurried up to catch up with this idea, and they created Ready Now Cash. That's why I said whole life insurance with flexible paid up additions rider. That means on day one, I have cash value available to me and I can borrow that cash and have my cash. Yes, I did say borrow, not take out. When there I take money out of something, it doesn't exist. When I borrow against collateral, then it becomes what we call phantom income with no tax uh, liability at all. And my original amount is still there, still gaining, still growing but I'm using the money at the same time. Uh, I do what's called the pawn shop analogy, right? So I'll give you two analogies on how to understand this for the folks that are listening, because this is how we're going to kill your debt. Okay. I go into a pawn shop and take my grandmother's ring. It's worth $25,000. For those of you who have been to a pawn shop, you understand the pawn shop owner is going to give it, give me some money to leave with. And I got a couple of weeks to come back with that cash to get my grandmother's ring back. So if he gives me 15000 but my grandmother's ring is worth twenty five, how much is it worth when I leave? What's your guess, Tim? Still worth twenty five. It's still worth twenty five. It's a piece of jewelry. It has a value, and it's not going down ever. It's the value of jewelry. Oh, I pass. Bam! The accountant nails the uh, math quiz. Right? You were not aware there was going to be a math test. in No, I wasn't. I have to come up with an insurance test. So here we go. So now I've got 15,000 in cash. I'm walking around, but my grandma's ring is still worth 25. It's collateralized. It's still there. What could I do with the 15,000 in cash? Uh, I could go to a casino. I could buy something new that's going to depreciate or I could pay off my debts. Now when I pay off my debts, say to Discover or Visa or Honda Finance because I paid off a car, they're no longer charging me interest. They were charging me a monthly payment. So I could take that monthly payment and just change the address on the envelope, put the stamp and send it back to the insurance carrier, whereby I am paying myself back. So instead of now sending my monthly payment to American Express, I'm sending my monthly payment back into the insurance policy, which essentially was my own bank. It was my own money to begin with. 
And so now I'm paid whole. Ultimately, what I'm doing is I'm taking the money back to the pawn shop and getting my grandma's ring back. Here's another analogy for you that a lot of people miss, right? So when I own a home, I have equity in it. So let's just say my house is worth 300000 but I have a mortgage that's 120. That means I have $180,000 of equity. If I borrow against that 180 in equity, how much is my house worth? Still 300. Still 300. So the value never changed, but I got cash that's available. The challenge in the second analogy, right, where I'm borrowing against my house, I have to go borrow that from a bank. The house is collateralized and there's a mortgage on it and I'm borrowing it from a bank. So the bank's going to charge me interest on a home equity line of credit. But if right. I could take like a hundred grand of that, turn it over in two, three days and pay it right back and turn that into 120 or pay off some debt and pay it back without incurring interest, which is what? Leaking cash. Then I'm up. I'm up and I'm gaining. I'm constantly gaining. And this is how we debt kill and we profit create at Profitopia. We there are we constantly go. killing interest because interest is an expense. The insurance is not the expense. The interest at the bank is the expense. Awesome. Uh, I just absolutely love this program. I am a, uh, what was that? The hair club for men. I'm not only the, <laughs> I'm not only the president, I'm a client. Um, so what we, what we want to do is we want to let people know about these, these great products and tools that are out there to be able to not only be more profitable, but eliminate debt. So we're glad that, Keith, we're glad, Keith, to be partnered with you to be able to provide this sure. resource. And because uh, we're, we're just about out of time, but can you just quickly share like, uh, like a, 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 a general illustration of, you know, a person who has a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt, you know, and how, and how quickly can somebody pay, you know, expect to pay off their debt? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a client named Frank, Frank Pachaco out here in New Jersey. Frank's an amazing guy, works with his cousin. They do precasts uh, for cemeteries and so on. And Frank came to me with about 500000 in debt, several mortgages, some student loans, whatever. And Frank was able to park $2,000 a month at the Whole Life Insurance Company. Now, it sounds like a lot of money, right? For most people, it sounds like a new expense. But he was already sending that to his extra mortgage payments. He was already sending that as extra credit card payments. So we just said to Frank, like, instead of sending it all there, send it here. So it was ready money that he had already. Now, we put Frank through a 15-minute financial analysis. 15 minutes, filled out a little form, sent it in. So anybody listening that wants to get on the debt killer program at Profitopia, 15 minutes could change your life. It's like Geico. Oh, that right? sounds like uh, Geico or something. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. So Frank gives his info, sends it in to us. Kevin, literally, by shifting that money, Frank was able to eliminate about 500K in cash, uh, excuse me, 500K in debt in under 10 years. So I'm assuming that the original would have been somewhere around 25 or 30 years with a mortgage? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So down like to under 10 mortgage, years. The longest mortgage was 27. Right, so down to 17 years. years. So what's cool, right, is, okay, he's debt-free in 10 years. But what could he do with the other 17 years of money that he was going to send to his debts? And on top of that, he can now continue to borrow from himself 
Right. Never pay that interest anymore. And who's earning the interest? He is because the insurance carrier is going to give him 4% on his money that's like now here. Instead of, instead of it was all, I owe all these people. Now I have, I'm debt free. I have all this cash value. I'm the bank. I tilted the debt into my favor, right? Don't forget this book. Take a look at this book right here. Change your life. Get on, the profit, get on the Profitopia train. Let us debt kill for you. <laughs> Immediately. Awesome. Keith, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, actually, talking about life insurance, right? So, uh, <laughs> Get some, don't die, make use of it. That's my point. There we go. I, I, can't, I can't think of a better way to conclude. So, all right. Thank you again, Kevin Marshall, CPA, your host here at Profitopia's Profit Talk. And we'll see you next time. 